This hour brought to you by GCNLife.com. Live younger, look younger, feel younger at GCNLife.com. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. Listening to Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right, hello everybody. Welcome to hour number two of the broadcast. Now this is going to be fascinating. The book, The Second Coming of the New Age, The Hidden Dangers of Alternative Spirituality in Contemporary America and Its Churches. And uh, the gentleman we have here, the co-author of this book, this is a perfect guy to write this book. Let me give you a little bit of a background. Stephen Bankars is a former New Age teacher who used to run one of the largest New Age websites in the world, during which time he was also a guest author on most visited New Age sites on the Internet. And it uh, talks here about uh, 2015, um, he has a personal encounter with Jesus Christ, becomes a Christian, quits his job as a New Age writer, and is now full-time in Christian apologetics and co-author of this new book, The Second Coming of the New Age. Stephen Bankars, welcome to Jim Paris Live for the first time, sir. Thank you so much for having me. It'll be fun. Yeah, so I'm I'm really interested in your topic because... One of the things that I have noticed, and I, I was talking to my wife about this last week, is it seems that there is a real openness right now to spiritual things. And I'm, I don't mean that in the Christian sense. I'm just saying in spiritual things. And I'm going to give you a real-life example. So somebody that I know really well, a solid person, they went off to some like week-long camp, and it sounded like it was going to be some kind of a motivational thing where you know you go off maybe with Tony Robbins and walk on hot coals and do something like that. But no, I started looking into this, and it was the guy that was behind it was some kind of channeler. He channels spirits, and he can read your aura and all of this stuff. And this motivational uh, stuff is now morphed into it looks like these people are consulting with demons uh, and this is now the new like motivational seminar that people are going to that's right um what you said about people wanting to get more involved in spirituality people are thinking in terms of uh new age philosophy um are, are really all-time highs uh there's a recent study that came out that showed uh 27 of the u.s population now identifies as spiritual but not religious, and that number has grown 8% in recent years. Um, statistically, this is one of the most pervasive um, spiritual movements in the West right now, where you have, you know, you have these retreats like this, and you're right to say that the self-help category, while it used to be a little bit more uh, just psychological, 
um, it's now become interwoven with these ideas about the universe being divine and the universe being your caretaker and you as being uh, God in the flesh, like your higher self as being identical to God or reincarnation. A lot of self-help material now, it's interlaced with this, this idea of reincarnation, that all of the suffering you went through in this life was chosen by you in advance before you incarnated here. And so part of your inner healing you need to do is understand you chose to go through, you know, an abusive family situation and, you know, to be bullied as a child and go through all these trials for the development uh, of your soul. And a lot of people find solace in this. And, of course, it's all false. Hebrews 9.27 says it's been appointed unto each man to live once and then face the judgment. But this is the most pervasive spiritual movement in the West right now. It's crazy. This is what's being taught by people like Russell Brand, like Jim Carrey, like Oprah Winfrey. You know, you have 40 percent of the American population saying they meditate at least once a week. Yoga is a $10 billion industry. The crystal industry is a, $10, a billion dollar industry. The psychic services industry is a $2 billion industry. Um, and it is growing at all time highs. Actually, I just want to mention one more statistic real quick on this topic is that a recent study came out just in October, October 1st, the Pew Research Center found that uh, really interesting. 61%, well, 62% of the US population at large believes in at least one new age idea and they only tested for four ideas. They only tested for reincarnation, for astrology, for the belief that there's spiritual energy in physical things, and for the belief that psychics give some kind of reliable insight into the future. But the scary thing is, is that 61% of professing Christians also held at least one of those four beliefs. And they only tested four beliefs. There's scores of New Age beliefs, and you have 61% of the professing church uh, thinking that they're compatible with the teachings of Scripture. So this that the title of the book, The Second Coming of the New Age, um, really refers to this wave that we saw, okay, it infiltrated the West, but now it's not just in the West anymore. Now it's in the thought life of Christians and also in our churches. And maybe I'm oversimplifying, so you're the expert, correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding of Scripture would be that Satan is the ultimate New Age guy, right? Like, I am God, I'm going to uh, be as important as God and, and all of this. This whole notion started with Satan, and there's only two sides here. When we're talking about spiritual worlds, it's not like there's 12 different options, and I'll take option 9, and you'll take option 11. We can follow Christ, or we can follow Satan. If, so if you're spiritual, but you don't have Christ, you're following Satan. Is that right? That's right. So there is that dichotomy, that duality taught in Scripture. You either gather, gather or you scatter. You're either for Christ or against Christ. There is no fence. Uh, the fence belongs to the devil. And you are right to say that this New Age teaching, it's a, based on a very old, ancient lie. It was really the first lie ever told to mankind. And in a broad sense, what Satan was trying to do in the garden was, was tempt Eve by saying, through, in a broad sense, through gnosis, through knowledge, some kind of special knowledge you don't have yet, you can become as God. You can become like the gods. And that's the exact same thing. He hasn't changed his plan in the last 6,000 years, and people are still falling for it. He doesn't need to, because it still has that same appeal to human pride. And this is being taught by every New Age teacher under the sun, uh, more specifically that you are God already, that you, are, you share ontology with God, meaning that you are made up of the substance of God, and therefore you partake in God's nature. You are made of the energy of God, or the substance of God. You emanated from God, and therefore, in order to be in relationship with God, you don't need forgiveness, you don't need a mediator such as Jesus Christ. All you need is a self-realization. You need self-discovery, where you shift your consciousness from this kind of illusion of personal self 
to recognition that, wow, all things are God. God is all, all is God, therefore I am God, and that's spiritual enlightenment. And a lot of these practices and philosophies in the New Age movement, they're really geared toward assisting a person into this realization of their own self-divinity. Uh, it's extremely deceptive, and, and you're right to point out um, it's the most ancient lie that was ever told to, to mankind. And it, it is, yeah, it's it, it's simple, folks. Uh, look, if you want to, the easy path is believe you're God, and then you don't need to work on anything. Or you can realize, you know what? I'm not God. I'm a fallen person. I need to bend my knee. I need to ask for forgiveness and repentance and embrace what Christ has done on the cross for me to be able to have a relationship uh, with God and to have a, a home in heaven. That's a little bit tougher, isn't it, <laughs> than, than for people to just, hey, you know what? I don't need all that because I'm already God. That's an easier sell, isn't it? Yeah, it's a much easier sell. What, what, what people do in the New Age movement, teachers, what teachers do, I should say, such as myself, um, the kind of philosophy being taught to people is that you can have instant spiritual experiences at the drop of a hat with you know either a, a shamanic ceremony with ayahuasca or with taking psychedelic drugs or through t- transcendental meditation or lucid dreaming or astral projection or a kundalini awakening via yoga, what have you, that you can have some kind of instant supernatural experience right now, and there's absolutely no moral accountability. There is no higher power that you have to answer to. Um, You don't have any obligation to obey even the law written on your own heart, even your own conscience, because there's nobody that's going to keep you in check. There is no universal moral law. In fact, New Age teachers will actually encourage people to chase after all the desires and all the passions of their heart, because... There's the music, Hewan. Because yeah, because it's all about you and what you want and fulfilling yourself and so forth and so on. We've got a break coming up, but I want to set this up. When we come back from the break, I know a lot of you think that like this is all in your head if you think these things, but there's some really dark actual things that happen when you get into these uh, new age philosophies. We're going to talk about that after the break. Hi, this is radio talk show host Jim Paris. And if you are like me, you hate all of those monthly bills. Well, I reached the point about three years ago that I decided enough was enough, and I went to war with my personal stack of monthly bills. I canceled cable TV and legally connected my television to the Internet, and now I get hundreds of free TV channels, and I don't pay for cable TV. I found a little-known way of getting free home phone service for life, and I discovered a totally legal way to opt out of Obamacare and cut my health insurance bill by more than 60% per year. If you want to learn more about my personal war on monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. That's christianmoneyplus.com. If you're just plain sick and tired of those monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. My doctor makes more informed decisions prescribing my blood pressure medications based on the data I presented to him on the Smart BP app. That's one. Smart BP can export a colorful, detailed blood pressure report that I can bring to my doctor. That's two. Smart BP is easy to use and intuitive. 
and the features on the free version are very generous. And that's just three of the thousands of five-star reviews of SmartBP, a new blood pressure tracking smartphone app from Evolve Medical Systems. SmartBP is the only app designed for ease of use and seamless connectivity to help manage your blood pressure and keep track of your health at your fingertips. With SmartBP, you can automatically sync your blood pressure measurements through Apple Health and Microsoft Health Vault. Connect with Apple Watch. Easily print and share detail reports with your doctor, plus many more features. SmartBP is free and available both on Apple and Android devices. And be sure to search the App Store for Smart Blood Pressure from Evolve Medical Systems. That's SmartBP from Evolve Medical Systems, the Smart Blood Pressure Tracker. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Heart-related health problems affect millions of people each year. Maybe you're one of the many who suffer from issues related to angina pain, high blood pressure, congestive heart failure, unbalanced cholesterol, irregular heartbeat, or clogged arteries. There is a solution that doesn't involve expensive prescription drugs that only mask the problem and leave you with horrible side effects. If you are ready to live your life free of sickness, pain, and fear, live your life with increased vitality, energy, and youthfulness, and experience your body healing itself, then you're ready for heart and body extract from Healthy Hearts Club. Here is what one satisfied customer had to say about heart and body extract regarding his angina pain. I haven't had an angina pain since I've been on it. The heart body extract is just so great. I thank God that I was led to this product that's doing so much for me and that can do so much for other people. Call to order your two-month supply of heart and body extract today. Call 1-866-295-5305 or go to hbextract.com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. listening to Jim Paris live. The book is The Second Coming of the New Age, The Hidden Dangers of Alternative Spirituality in Contemporary America and Its Churches. The book is available on Amazon.com. They've got a Kindle version, a paperback version, and also you can grab a copy by going directly to the Defender publishing site. And the benefit of going there, folks, too, is if you want to maybe get several of the books that they have. They have package deals from time to time where you can get a whole package of a lot of different uh, great books from Defender by going directly to their website. And uh, Stephen Bankars is with us. He's the co-author. And Stephen, I know from reading your press materials that uh, you, in the past, being involved in this whole New Age movement, being one of the leaders, one of the top teachers and writers on the New Age movement, you saw some real things that happened because I know a lot of people, when they hear about this, 
Christians might say, you know, yeah, a bunch of people get together, they play with a Ouija board, or they go and they go off in the woods and channel different spirits and all that, but this is all just sort of make-believe, and they're kind of playing a mind game on their self. Nothing is really happening. They're just deceiving themselves, deluding themselves uh, in this, this fake world. But that's not true, is it? There are really black, dark powers that are out there, and things really do happen. That's right. Yeah, I saw one uh, face-to-face in a lucid dream that I had where I was having a lucid dream. And for those who are listening who don't know what that is, it's the practice of trying to become consciously aware within a dream. So you're awake within a dream and you recognize that you're in a dream and you have full sovereignty of your own body and your own thoughts while you are within that dream. And I, I was pulled out of my car. I was hovering over housetops within my lucid dream and in front of me a, a being appeared who had red skin with black markings on it. He looked kind of reptilian in nature and he had a, a third eye in between his, his two regular eyes in the middle of his forehead. In the New Age movement, that's a symbol for uh, psychic empowerment. Uh, it's believed that your pineal gland houses this sort of spiritual uh, portal between the supernatural realm and the physical realm, and when you've kind of stimulated or, or awakened that, activated that chakra, that pineal gland chakra, now you have supernatural insight into the spirit realms. And he had this third eye in between his, his two eyes, and it opened at me, and he basically, like, kind of sucked me into his third eye. It sounds crazy, but when I opened my eyes after about three seconds of darkness, there was disorientation. I opened my eyes, and I was hovering four feet over my bed. Um, and I got up, I sat up in the air looking around, recognizing that my light, my astral body, I think it was, it was lighting up the bedroom. And I was fighting for the next three minutes, trying to get back into my physical body, and I couldn't. Um, I was, I wanted to get back in there. I was trying, but there was another spiritual force trying to keep me out and trying to pull me out. It actually pulled me out a second time once I get, got back in there. Um, the co-author of my book, uh, he, he outlines his testimony in the book, and um, his mother got involved with a Ouija board, and they started having all kinds of demonic manifestations all over their house. Um, he actually, uh, there was, it was basically like a horror movie um, broke out in his trailer, and even their atheist roommate was seeing supernatural things going on in the trailer from his affiliation uh, in the New Age movement. And, and it is a really helpful point and apologetic uh, for Christians to realize this stuff is real, and most times um, the Bible confers that, yes, there is a supernatural reality behind these practices. For example, in Exodus chapter 7, chapter 8, when Moses and Aaron go to Pharaoh and um, to perform miracles to demonstrate the power of God, Pharaoh goes and calls the magicians of Egypt, and it says the magicians of Egypt replicated the miracles of Moses and Aaron by their secret arts. They were able to do the first three miracles by their secret arts. And Egyptian magic, also known as black magic, is something being taught and practiced um, well by Aleister Crowley, but also within the New Age movement at large. Uh, or, for example, another really revealing verse is in Acts 16, verse 16, where you have a woman who's possessed with the spirit of divination, or pythonas in Greek. And what you have here is uh, a woman who was able to um, make her boss a heck of a lot of money because she was able to reliably predict the future to some kind of degree because of the spirit of divination whom Paul casted out. So whenever we see anything that resembles New Age in Scripture, such as idolatry, we always see there's a demonic power behind that practice. And um, when people come out of the New Age movement, it's important for Christians to know every single person I've talked to, from ordinary practitioners of the New Age movement to some of the biggest New Age teachers on the planet who are now Christian, such as Doreen Virtue, um, they say, yes, I was in contact with supernatural entities. 
but they were demons. Yes, I was in contact with some kind of a force when I was in meditation, but it wasn't, it wasn't anything that has to do with the Holy Spirit or with God. It was a demonic deception. And uh, we would really go a long way as a church if we can kind of affirm the New, Age, New Ager's worldview up to a certain point and say, yes, you're really having, having those experiences, but how can we interpret them now? What is your standard for interpreting them? Because when we look at Scripture, it often says, yes, they're real, but they're demonic in nature, and that should be um, a big red flag for us if we have children, family, friends dabbling in this stuff, because it's completely dangerous. Tell me how this is starting to get into the church. Um, you know, we have right now sort of this phenomenon of these mega churches where there's a really, really super shallow gospel that is preached, and people will show up by the tens of thousands to hear that tickling of the ears and not hear a real gospel. But some of them are going even further. They're going into some of these new age ideas from the pulpit and sort of mixing the Bible with this. Tell us some examples of that. Well, one example would be the extreme side, uh, kind of the ditch uh, of the Word of Faith movement, where um, God is kind of treated as an impersonal force or a mechanism to be manipulated. Like, if you say this phrase, if you say abracadabra, if you pray a prayer in a certain way, God set it up in such in such a way that he is obligated to respond to that prayer. Isn't that like witchcraft? That They believe that, the practitioners of witchcraft, that they can cast a spell. And you're right, there are a lot of Christians that believe they can cast a spell against God or with God, and he has to do what they say. That's exactly right. That is witchcraft by definition, the attempt to manipulate supernatural forces by one's own, own faculties. And so what you have is, is this version of Christianity where, well, I said this prayer and it didn't work. It was not it didn't work. He didn't answer. He didn't respond that way. And Scripture tells us there's various reasons why he doesn't answer certain prayers. But you do have, um, in a very broad sense, God is treated as though he is some kind of you know, force or fabric or formula as opposed to being a sovereign personal God who does all that he pleases because he's king. Um, and that is actually called the law of attraction, and that is an explicitly New Age doctrine, that I am going to somehow attract into my reality the things that I want if I say them enough out loud, if I think them enough in my head, if I kind of align my emotions uh, with the result that I want, that I'm going to attract that into my reality. Um, that's called the Law of Attraction. There's actually a book out by a Christian, and, and it's unfortunate. It's called God's Law of Attraction, and it's attempt, an attempt to uh, redeem. Ah, yeah, I, I heard about that. And then, of course, before that, the predecessor to that was like The Secret, it was called. And right. uh, I wrote a book a few years ago, which sort of sucked a lot of these people in called How to Pray for a Financial Miracle. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this book, uh, which is not what it sounds like from the cover, it was designed to bring these people in, was about how to pray for God's will in your finances. And right. I talk about, you know, you don't pray for a thousand dollar check to come in on Friday. What you do is you pray and ask God uh, for his will and his wisdom regarding what you need to do about your finances. And that could very well be changing jobs, it could be moving, it could be selling your house, but you're not the boss. You're you're looking to God for His direction and His will and accepting that, whatever that is. It's a whole different approach. But in any case, uh, that music means we've got a break. We'll be right back. 
Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hbextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hbextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. Hear that? That's the sound of a house being trashed while a gang of thieves ransack the place. And what they don't steal will be destroyed. This year, resolve not to be the next victim of a break-in. Go to faketv.com and discover a device that creates the illusion someone inside is watching TV, even when you're miles away. Security is a mindset, and fake TV should be part of your security solution. Be vigilant, but not fearful. faketv.com Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. The IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how'd it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. (laughs) I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes... Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-503-8625. 800-503-8625. 800-503-8625. Pain in my neck, back, and shoulders has really gotten worse. Relief for body pain is here with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Well, the last thing I want is to take another pill. So what's so good about Sunny Bay Heating Pads? Sunny Bay Heating Pads, made by Biomed DB Design, right here in the USA, come in all sizes. Our extra-large microwavable heating pad for back pain is designed to be large enough to cover your entire back. It's also perfect to wrap around your legs, knees, or shoulder and neck. But I need to know they're good quality. Of course, Sunny Bay heating pads and pillows are often an Amazon choice and it's easy and most affordable when you purchase your Sunny Bay heating pads right from our website sunshinepillows.com or call us 253-678-1361 Hey, a Sunny Bay heating pad would make a great gift, right? Yes, and they start at just $19.99 and free shipping is available. So call 253-678-1361 or shop for your Sunny Bay heating pad at sunshinepillows.com Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-301-5435. That's 800-301-5435. 800-301-5435. 
listening to Jim Paris Live. All right, we are back, and a fantastic book. We're talking about the second coming of the New Age. Authors are Josh Peck, Stephen Bankars, and Dr. Michael S. Heiser. And we have with us tonight Stephen Bankars. And Stephen, we were talking about prayer uh, before the break. And, you know, my, my view on prayer is... I think prayer, I mean, obviously fellowship with God and, and, and all of that, but, but, but as far as life goes, I think we should be seeking God's will. And you, you hear so many times from these kind of new age churches, this message that, like you said, if, if I pray a certain prayer, if I say certain words, if I do certain things, God has to do uh, what I want him to do. And, and I tell people this when I do speaking engagements. I am glad that I lost a foreclosed house at one point because I got a better house. I'm glad I had certain business deals not work out because I had better business deals that came later because because at the time, what I wanted was not what was the best thing for me. God knew that there was something better for me, and he closed doors that I wanted to have open. And this is where our trust comes in when we say to God, whatever your will is, I'm going to go with that. If it means that I lose my house, if it means that I lose my job, if it means I've got to move, I know it's because there's something better for me. And having that trust and not feeling like I'm the pilot and God's the co-pilot, but God's the pilot, and I'm sitting somewhere in the back trusting that he's taking me somewhere that he wants me to be. Right. So rather than trusting in the the sovereignty of God, the foreknowledge of God, the omnipotence of God, um, you are encouraged to try to manipulate God for your own benefit. And the act of trying to manipulate him um, implies that he isn't sovereign to choose to say yes or no. And and unfortunately, what's often emphasized uh, in these types of churches, these types of movements, is uh, the fact that your words somehow have more uh, power over shifting God's heart than your obedience. And the Bible says the prayer of a righteous man avails much. Obedience is a precondition. You being humbled out and surrendered to, to Jesus the best that you know how, that's a precondition for him being able to move in your life in the way that he has designed to, in the way that he wants to. Um, and they don't emphasize the, the right kind of prayer, but they also emphasize dangerous kinds of prayer. Uh, in particular, there's something called contemplative prayer, and that's a different. There's a difference between praying contemplatively before the Lord and the practice of contemplative prayer, where you are told. And this is so basically three Roman Catholic mystics uh, came up with this prayer technique, and unfortunately, it's been adopted and praised by a lot of uh, mainstream evangelicals. One of the founders of this prayer technique died recently, but mainstream evangelicals praising these guys. And so what this prayer technique is, it's called contemplative prayer, and you basically choose um, a mantra, essentially, a phrase that you repeat in your head over and over, um, maybe a Bible verse you repeat in your head over and over, and you just focus your attention on that verse or on that word or on that sound. And when your attention starts to deviate and go off onto other things, you go back to that word, and you just say that word over and over and over again, and your attention goes off, and you go back to that word over. It's basic. It's mindfulness. It's the the definition. It of sounds these. like like yeah. It sounds like hypnotism or meditation or something. Exactly. Well, well, it is, and there's no vertical connection being made between you and God. There's no supplication. There's no interaction. It's just how can I manipulate my own psychology to shift my internal state so I feel more peaceful? And this is, of course, premised on this idea. Uh, a quote by one of these founders, is that God is known in pure consciousness 
rather than some subject, object, knowledge. And by pure consciousness, they mean this realm of absolute science, silence, absolute tranquility. And so we're going to use Bible verses as mantras to try and shift our brainwave state so that we can meet with God in this place that is transpersonal and beyond the mind and just basically meditate. Let's just slap the name of Jesus and a couple Bible verses onto these Eastern practices that um, are part of religions that the Bible explicitly condemns. Um, and so, yeah, prayer is one of, of many ways that the New Age movement ha- has worked its way into the churches. Does your book, Stephen, get into Scientology at all? Because as you're talking about a lot of these strange practices coming into the church, it almost sounds like, wait a minute, we might have Scientology here if we keep going, because that's what Scientology is, all these like bizarre like mental practices that you can have to accomplish all these things. Um, do you talk at all about Scientology? No, we don't talk about Scientology at all. But Scientology and the New Age movement have a lot in common, not only doctrinally, but also in terms of their practice. So basic, basically, in a very broad sense, and, and I'm preaching to the choir on, on this point, but every other religion under the sun, except Christianity, is here is a list of things you have to do and accomplish in order to be made right with God. Versus Christianity is you're made right with God by grace through faith. Your righteousness, your right standing before God, is a gift of God. It's a free gift of grace to those who would believe on the Lord with a repentant heart. And in Scientology, and in the New Age movement in particular, the New Age movement will tell you things like you have to raise your vibration, you have to meditate and practice mindfulness each day, you have to practice yoga each day, which is also practiced in the churches now, unfortunately. You know, you have to cleanse your chakras, you have to read these self-help books, um, you have to practice lucid dreaming and astral projection to master the spirit, the spiritual plane. And there's this never-ending list of works of righteousness, just like you have in Scientology. Um, and it is part of this deception, this works-based deception that uh, pervades both Scientology and the New Age movement. Um, we don't talk about Scientology in the book, but it does have some parallels there. Yeah, it's interesting. Now, let's talk about yoga for a minute. Um, I, I know there's there's yoga and then there's yoga. Like, for example, a YMCA locally here, they have yoga. And it's just like a bunch of you know older people, they go into a room and they do all these different stretching exercises and so forth. They're not really talking anything spiritual. They're not anointing people with oil or doing any of that kind of weird stuff that if you go to like a real yoga class in India or even, you know, maybe many parts of the U.S. here, it is more of like a spiritual thing as much as it is a physical thing. Is it your view that all practicing of yoga is is not a good thing, even where it's just sort of a benign like fitness class and it's called yoga, but it's not in the spiritual sense yoga? Does that make any sense? Right. I would say there's varying degrees of danger depending on what elements are involved. So, for example, if you're in a yoga class where there's chanting, you're chanting the name Shiva over and over, or if there's idols <laughs> if there's idols present in the room, or if you're burning incense to, to the gods, the polytheistic gods of Hinduism as you're doing yoga, or if the teacher is kind of emphasizing some kind of pantheistic theology to you um, to try and comfort you, or if, uh, if there's meditation music being played that's meant to shift your consciousness. There's varying degrees of danger there. But I would say even on the most, in the most mild examples where those elements aren't present, um, you still have a, a type of practice that, by definition, is Hinduism in practice. And, and people think, well, I'm just getting in there and I'm just stretching. Um, we have to understand the word yoga means union. 
The word yoga means union. It refers to a union between the Atman, which is what the Hindus would call the individual self, and Brahman, which is this universal spirit that under, undergirds reality and pervades the universe. And the goal of yoga is not just stretching and not just fitness. It's designed to shift your consciousness. The stretching you're doing, the breathing techniques you're doing, are meant to facilitate a new state of mind and a new state of energy such that you are now creating a template for moksha, this enlightened state of consciousness, to settle into you. And moksha is the end goal of yoga. And, and moksha is the state of realization where you realize that all is God and God is all. So the end goal of yoga is to realize God is the self. God is everything in the universe. That's the end goal of uni- this, this union. And, and this even though, yeah, and even though you yourself don't necessarily buy into all that, you're still kind of going into that environment and putting yourself at risk by, by doing so. We've well, got a break. Go okay. ahead. I mean, you're still doing things. The warm-up pose is a sun salutation to honor the moon and the sun. The, a yeah. lot of the postures you're holding are named after polytheistic deities, and they're meant to worship these gods or invoke the properties and essences of these gods. So it's not as cut and dry as, well, I'm just doing stretches. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all really good information. Now, we've got a break coming up. I want to set this up, but uh, we don't have time to get into it, but I want to get into this after the break. This whole idea of angels, folks, the idea of... People wanting to know who their personal angel and guide is and all of this new stuff that people are talking about regarding angels. We're going to talk about that, also the Nephilim, and also fallen angels. All of that and more. We'll be back. Hello, everybody. This is radio talk show host Jim Paris for FreeSurvivalGifts.com. If you're a survival buff like me and like to try out the latest survival gear and gadgets, then you're going to absolutely love FreeSurvivalGifts.com. At FreeSurvivalGifts.com, you will find a wide array of survival gear, books, and videos that are all 100% free. That's right, just pay your own shipping. Now, I know you're asking, why is all of this survival gear free? Well, the companies offering this gear are doing so as a way to promote their brand and introduce new products. Check it out today, freesurvivalgifts.com. Pick up one or more free survival items for you and your family. That website again is freesurvivalgifts.com. Check it out, freesurvivalgifts.com. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to produce an endless supply of nano-sized silver solutions right from the convenience of your home. Silver Lungs. With the addition of our unique lung delivery system, respiratory infections are targeted directly, where traditional oral administration simply cannot reach. This pioneering method also preserves the original particle sizes and delivers your silver solution directly into the bloodstream. See the Silver Lungs generator and lung delivery system at silverlungs.com. That's silverlungs.com. The United States of Empire is a book that claims the United States is the empire of the world. George Washington had warned us against foreign wars. The United States of Empire shows that World Wars I and II left England broken. Its former colony, the U.S., had to save the empire. Was there ever a vote? Who do we fight for? The deep state began with World War I. The United States of Empire by James Dunn. Available at Amazon Books. Want revenge on the common housefly? 
Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. So much fun, you'll forget you have a wife and kids. Makes the perfect stocking stuffer. Get your Bug Assault today and save $10 on the Bug Beam Laser Combo only at BugAssault.com. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. Analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. This is George Dory from Coast to Coast AM and History Channel's Ancient Aliens. We support the amazing energy, nutrition, and skincare products from Jeunesse. Jeunesse products are designed by leading doctors in their field with natural ingredients and even stem cell technology. These products help your body perform and look better. Shop Jeunesse at GCNLife.com or call 1-844-443-6637. GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. listening to Jim Paris live. The book is The Second Coming of the New Age, The Hidden Dangers of Alternative Spirituality in Contemporary America and Its Churches, and you can get the book on amazon.com. Also, you can get it directly from the Defender Publishing website. We will put links uh, on our social media uh, in the morning. And uh, by the way, Stephen, the big response from our show uh, is usually about Tuesday or Wednesday because as much as we have a, a lot of people that listen live worldwide on satellite and the Internet and our affiliate stations, we have a tremendous amount of people that download this show and listen to it during the week when they're at the gym or they're they're driving to work and, and that sort of thing. So you'll probably see the bigger response in books and all that towards the middle of the week. But I want to encourage people also to consider going directly to the Defender Publishing website because you can go there and check out all of the other books they have. And this could be a great Christmas gift. And they have packages where you can get multiple books for a really reasonable price and maybe get one of those packages. And then you have a few books you could give as gifts to several different people. So a lot of good options there if you go to Defender Publishing. Uh, Stephen, let's talk about angels Angels are popular again, <laughs> and it's not just because it's Christmas time when we start talking about angels. Angels uh, it, it are coming back into popularity. Uh, some people call these the angels, uh, they call them a, a spiritual guide, uh, these kinds of things, and they claim that uh, they know who the angel is. The angel talks to them throughout the day. Uh, what kind of angels are we talking about here? 
Right. Well, there's there. I mean, it just comes down to what does Scripture say and what doesn't Scripture say. And there is no instance in Scripture of a person ever initiating contact, going out of their way to try and initiate contact with an angel. Um, but you do see a lot of times, so two times in Revelation, Revelation 19 and 22, where when a person puts an angel in the place of God in their life, in this case, worship, when John fell at their feet in worship, and the angel's like, don't do that, this kind of behavior, uh, God alone is worthy of this kind of behavior. Um, and so there is this idolatry of angels that's being made uh, in Christianity, and it, and it does come from the New Age movement. People are obsessed with angels in the New Age movement. And the scary thing is, in 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen, it says that Satan can masquerade himself as an angel of light. So if you're doing these weird extra-biblical practices of trying to channel an angel to get in contact with an angel, how do you know that the angel you're getting in contact with is actually one who's a servant of God and not someone who's disguising himself to be a servant of God, because that's what you see in the New Age movement time and time again. And in fact, uh, the woman who wrote the endorsement on, on the back of the book, Dorian Virtue, she was she's art, like the, arguably the best-selling New Age author of all time. Uh, she, she was Hay House's all-time best-selling author. She was known for her oracle cards, in particular her angel card decks, where she believed she for 20 years she was a medium between the angels and human beings, or what she thought were the angels. And so she did that. This was her job. This is what she did. She would travel the world doing seminars. She was uh, very prominent as a Hay House publisher, and you know, outselling people like Wayne Dyer and Louise Hay, these really big names in the New Age movement. And she had a vision of Jesus. She had a vision of Jesus. Repented. Um, of her entire life, sold out of her old house, is now in full-time ministry and uh, going to, to Bible seminary, actually, to get a master's in theology. But she explicitly rejects every kind of angel practice, saying, no, we go to God directly. It's a matter of principle. It's idolatry to think that angels act as your mediator between you and God, when Jesus Christ has already paid the price to be our mediator, right? There's one mediator between God and man, not two. You don't need to go to angels for anything. And in Scripture, God will sometimes send angels to give a warning or to enforce judgment or to give uh, some kind of prophetic direction. But you don't see people trying to sit down and meditate a connection up to an angel and initiate some kind of spiritual experience in their life. Um, that falls more under the category of, of spiritism. And, and as far as I'm concerned, um, it's extremely dangerous and can open up the door to some of the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places talked about in Ephesians 6. Very good. Very good information. I know you also talk in your book about extraterrestrials and the Nephilim. This is another area where, uh, and, and we've had guests on the show, one of our regular guests, Ellie Marzuli, he believes that the uh, the E.T. phenomenon is really demons. Uh, the, the, these are really demons trying to create a deception, uh, giving people a, a false idea that they're, they're coming from other planets and all of this nonsense to, to get them to think that there is no God, that we were uh, seated here as a planet. And, and that sort of is a different track, but that is a different kind of, of New Age um, thinking, the idea that uh, we really should be looking to aliens uh, and not to God. Talk about extraterrestrials and also the Nephilim. Right. Well, in a nutshell, uh, it, it was the ancient astronaut theory um, taught by a program on the History Channel called Ancient Aliens. This idea, this is what led me into the New Age movement in the first place. I was born and raised in a Christian household, homeschooled under a Christian curriculum, and I couldn't reconcile the idea of aliens with Scripture. So I had all of this alleged evidence presented to me that, hey, maybe mankind was visited in the past by extraterrestrials who they mistook for being gods, and they gave them, you know, culture and tools and knowledge and so forth. This is a staple doctrine 
in the New Age movement. But what's interesting is that even secular researchers like Jacques Vallée, for example, um, believe these not to be extraterrestrial, but to be interdimensional. From everything from their motives to their method of transportation to the fact that a lot of these abduction accounts involve them going through walls and um, pulling people out of their body and the spirit up through the ceiling and so forth. These seem to be more spiritual experiences than physical extraterrestrial experiences. And for me, a few smoking, smoking guns uh, about their demonic identity and their demonic nature is one that um, calling out to the name of Jesus is the only thing ever proven in UFO research to stop alien abduction experiences from happening or from reoccurring. So people who aren't even saved are calling out to the name of Jesus during what they believe is an alien attack, and the, the experience stops, and it doesn't repeat itself anymore. So why are, if, these are, if these are our cosmic brothers and sisters coming from Andromeda Galaxy, why do they fear the name of Jesus? How come in all the contact material they give us, they're always trying to get us to deny the person of Jesus? Hmm. And the material they're channeling to us, their main influence, their main uh, goal seems to be to influence us to have a new way to look at church history, to look at scripture, to look at the ministry of Jesus. To me, that's very revealing. Why are you traveling these incalculable amount of miles just to tell me to deny the Bible and to not deny the person of Jesus. Yeah, this isn't uh, Captain Kirk uh, on the Enterprise <laughs> coming down to tell us to deny Christ. Uh, the Nephilim, what's your take on the Nephilim? We've had different guests, different views on it. Uh, are these the fallen angels, or are these the offspring of the giants? Well, I would say that, that the Nephilim would refer to the offspring between fallen angels and, and human beings. So you do have some kind of hybridization there. And, and that's not unique to um, to the Bible. That's prevalent in a lot of cultures, ancient Egypt, uh, Greco-Roman mythology. I mean, this idea that there's some kind of relationship happening between supernatural entities and human beings resulting in hybridization, um, it's a pretty universal doctrine. Yeah. And I, I didn't realize that the Bible actually communicated that because this is one of the pieces of evidence New Age teachers would use and people who on the ancient astronaut program, uh, ancient aliens would use to say, hey, like, here's a clear example where there's something more going on here than the ordinary, you know, Christian fundamental church narrative. Could this be extraterrestrial encounter? And um, when, you're, when you're taught the Sethite theory that this is, they're just the sons of Seth, and um, you're basically stripping the supernatural out of the Bible, well, guess what happens? The New Age teachers come in, and they capitalize on that. And they start incorporating that into their worldview, and they give Christians now the answers to the questions the church doesn't want to address or doesn't know how to address. Um, so the very the very things that um, led me into the New Age movement in the first place, they're actually sufficiently addressed in uh, Genesis 6 and in the Book of Enoch as well. Another thing not talked about in the church a lot, which is very, very informative. And if I would have had this information, I don't think I would have uh, fallen into New Age deception. And for those that place. don't know, the Book of Enoch is not part of our Christian canon. That is, it doesn't appear in the Bible, although it is considered a very uh, good historical book to look at. Isn't that right? Right. It doesn't have to be divinely inspired in order to be true. Yeah. Or in order to be useful. There's lots of history books that were written uh, all throughout history that have been true. They've contained true information. Right. Works of Josephus is another example. Right. They don't have to necessarily be God-breathed in order to be useful to us and to be a, a helpful resource in our think, ta think tank in understanding some of what Scripture is communicating. Um, but I think if we were to read the Book of Enoch and just understand, at, at the very least, this is how the ancient Jews saw what went on in Genesis 6. 
If you're a first century Jew in the time of Jesus, the Book of Enoch's a part of your worldview. It just is. And Dr. Michael Heiser, who wrote the foreword for our book, he's an expert on this topic, and he has a lot to say about the Book of Enoch in an interview that we give away as part of a package deal on, on skywatchtvstore.com for the book, where I sit down with him, and for 50 minutes, we have a very candid interview on the Book of Enoch, on ancient aliens, on fallen angels. Uh, it's very, very And revealing. I think we've had Dr. Dr. Michael Heiser on before. Isn't he from Florida? He right now lives in Washington. Okay, then I'm, I'm confusing him with someone else, but I'm sure we've had him on. So they can go to Skywatch TV also. I should be saying that to get Skywatch your book. TV, SkywatchTVStore.com. Yeah, there's a SkywatchTVStore.com. Very good. Uh, Stephen Bankers, you are a fascinating guest. We will definitely have you back, and I highly recommend your book, The Second Coming of the New Age. Remember, if it's Sunday night, it's Jim Paris Live. We'll talk to you next time. Hi, this is radio talk show host Jim Paris, and if you are like me, you hate all of those monthly bills. Well, I reached the point about three years ago that I decided enough was enough, and I went to war with my personal stack of monthly bills. I canceled cable TV and legally connected my television to the internet, and now I get hundreds of free TV channels, and I don't pay for cable TV. I found a little-known way of getting free home phone service for life, and I discovered a totally legal way to opt out of Obamacare and cut my health insurance bill by more than 60% per year. If you want to learn more about my personal war on monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. That's christianmoneyplus.com. If you're just plain sick and tired of those monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to produce an endless supply of nano-sized silver solutions right from the convenience of your home. Silver Lungs. With the addition of our unique lung delivery system, respiratory infections are targeted directly, where traditional oral administration simply cannot reach. This pioneering method also preserves the original particle sizes and delivers your silver solution directly into the bloodstream. See the Silver Lungs generator and lung delivery system at silverlungs.com. That's silverlungs.com.